0: Episode of Jason the Bart Show. Hey Jason. What's up, everybody?
1: How's everybody doing? Uh,
0: everybody has in me. I'm not sure how I'm doing, but I'm. Uh, yeah.
1: <laughs> I, I'm like, doing I like. I like how you assume that it's just you and me. Just a nice.
0: I always assume it's just me. Like just it's a, a nice for us.
1: Solid one-on-one. On to one. catch
0: up. We get to catch up every single week. <laughs>
1: between two friends.
0: Yeah, between two friends. And speaking of between two friends. Um, I think friends are really good when you're uh, struggling with mental health and things like that. So, um, I think we were going to talk about that today, um, because I think it's important, especially in the times of right now.
1: <laughs> Absolutely. I think, uh, you know, both, both inside and outside of work, I, I think a lot of people are dealing with, um, you know, a lot of pressures, a lot, and a lot of, um, I think mostly just uncertainty I that. That's the thing that, that probably, uh drives people the most crazy and and not that's a, probably a terrible term to you see i'm not a mental health expert folks um but yeah i'm sure Can that I'm is not- the part that's probably the most unsettling right it's just uh, there's a lot of not knowing uh and it seems it seems it's funny it's like there's more information to consume everywhere and yet there's this feeling like we know a little bit less uh about outcomes like we know more about problems yeah. and we know less about solutions. Maybe that's maybe that's what's going on.
0: Yeah, and I think this 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 weird moment is like it's three years of this, right? That's right. Like literally, we're on year, you know, twenty-two, to almost third year of it. You know, we're starting a third year um, because COVID hit and, and we nobody knew. Um, I mean, listen, you and I went through recessions before. Usually, they're not long. They are what they are, um, but back-to-back, back-to-back issues. Um, I, I think it's starting to really, really burn out people and people with mental health, not only for, you know, overall family things, but like work and um, your employees and then owners. Like owners have, you know, a struggle. You're a one, you know this. <laughs> um, yep. You know, you get barrage of, Family questions of what's going on, what's happening, and then you have a barrage of things at work. What's going on? What's happening? At some point, you crack. No matter how good, no matter how good you are, um, and no matter how good you're with battling craziness and battling the unknown, because as an entrepreneur or start a company, it's always unknown, right? Um, I think we know a lot of people um look at myself like we we crack somewhere you know like as much as I can take a lot at some point you just go I've had enough and I don't know what to do with this and I think you know mentally it's like it's draining it drains you
1: yeah 100% I think um I was saying with some of the management teams sometimes I work with is is you know like our job is to control the chaos like there's there's organic chaos that comes with our, our particular um, line of work, I think, and just client services and ebbs and flows and and you know yeah. interpersonal relationships and all those things. And I think our job is to just try to control the pendulum from swinging super wildly in one direction at any one time because then we know it's going to swing wildly in the other direction as a result. And that just is disruption upon disruption and that creates all kinds of to use the word of the day, like stress on the team. Um, but I also think your point is, is it's also, it also is exhausting for, for leadership, right? I mean, that is, that's a, that's a difficult place to, to find yourself in a lot. And, you know, I think, um, you know, I'm a very sort of system driven, data driven, metric driven person. Um, and I do find that, you know, trying to control disruption is a lot easier and control chaos, control you know, the, uh, the macro craziness that's around us a lot of the time. Um, the more repetitive a lot of the basic fundamentals of your business are and, and, and the more that you can sort of um, make things rote for you and your team, uh, I think is yeah. also really important. We touched on communication skills, I think, uh, or communication workflows with Leslie when he was on uh, with us couple of weeks ago. And I think that, you know, I always think communication is one of those, it's a smooth, it's a smoother, like it's able to even things out and level things out when things are super volatile uh, and disruptive. Um, You know, and I I know I struggle, like personally, I think as an owner, I think I struggle to see where the line is between, um, you know, my responsibility uh, as an owner to provide a work environment for the team that promotes positive mental health and a, mm-hmm. and a, and a positive mental health culture. Um, but also that line between, I am able to control up to this amount, but is it my responsibility or do I even have the ability, quite frankly, to make sure that people are 100% healthy all the time, even when they're not in the work
0: environment in which I provide them? Right. And yeah, I think the recognition of it is right. I think the recognition is very important. Yeah. Um, But also the recognition and something might be um, going on that, that sort of EQ part of it. Right. The emotional intelligence is like, Hey, there's something going on, but neither you and I are trained therapists or trained people. You know, we're therapists when it comes to client work, that's different. Where it's, you know, there's a lot of things that go on in people's personal lives and stuff like that. What I I look at is, am I noticing something going on or slipping and asking that question? And I don't think people are, you know, they don't have to tell you, obviously. But I think being open and being, that door being open and opening to your employees kind of helps with like what's going on and how can we help? But I also you got to make sure that you're not the therapist for that person, because a we're not training it. That's not my. You know, that's not what I do, and I don't. I don't think anyone else wants to do that. Um, it's never been my thing. But I think having an open door to be okay with people saying, "Hey, I need a day, or I need one of those because I'm going something through," is actually very important.
1: Oh, 100 um, percent
0: a hundred percent right and i think that goes the other way too is like understanding as an employee if you're in an organization that you know owners are going to struggle right now and owners are going to go through a lot of things that you know you don't see or moving around and as much as we try to be open with employees some some things just have to happen in, in the background and the things you deal with um and i guess you know for partners for stuff like that it's it's a struggle Right. You're going through a lot at the same time. Right. Cause you have hand in all, all of this. So uh I don't want to be also like crass or I don't want to be a person that's like, Nope, don't care. Don't, you know I mean? This is work and get it done and, you know, leave. That's just, that, that doesn't work. That doesn't work no, I anymore. think,
1: I think, I think it comes down to expectation alignment too. Right. I think um like, I don't expect to be honest, I don't really expect, Uh, people that work with me who are not owners um, to provide the same like reciprocity in terms of empathy uh, back to leadership that leadership provides to them it's nice if it happens and it's certainly great if they have the emotional intelligence organically to say hey leadership is human beings and I'm a human being and human beings struggle no matter what their title is no matter what and I'm sure that these people are dealing with a lot of things that I have no idea about, I just come to work and I get my work done and I make sure the clients, whatever I'm doing for, for our clients and make sure I'm living up to our standards and living our values. And I'm doing all the things that I'm supposed to do quite frankly, as an employee, because that's my, that's my role and my responsibility. So I, from my, from my perspective, I don't, I don't always, I don't expect it. Right. I, I, I think that look, there are I don't know, call them what you want perks and responsibilities or pros and cons to being owner owners and, and employees. Uh, right. And I think that I think having realistic expectations around the um, the emotional intelligence of everybody within the confines of those roles actually is very healthy because to your point, like, you know, we're not mental health professionals. And so thinking that you do have some kind of responsibility or ability to affect people's uh, overall health, uh, in all situations, again, outside of the workplace, you're just setting yourself up for a, a degree of failure because that's something I don't think, you know, you'll ever or will ever be able to achieve. And of course that doesn't sit well with your own mental health because you don't want to be in an environment where you feel like you're being set up to fail all the time. Right. That right. kind of repetitive environment is very negative to work in for your, for your mental health. Right. So, so it, it goes, it definitely goes both ways. And I think, um, and that's really where I try and think about mental health. Really, no different than like people's physical health. I, I equate them to be very much the same. It's like my job. You know, we live in a remote world now, but you know, if we were in an office, my job is to provide them with a safe working environment, physical environment, so they don't fall down and break their leg while they're at, while they're in the warehouse. But. I don't control whether they break their leg or not when they leave the warehouse and go home that night. Right. I, 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 can't control that. All I can do is provide them with the best work environment to keep them safe. Right. And to provide them a positive, a positive, safe environment. And I feel like mental health is very much the same way.
0: Right. Yeah. That's fair. That It's a fair point. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's definitely having a safe environment and a good working environment that they can enjoy and, and- you know,
1: so like, what what are some of the um I don't know what are some of the ways that you've you know either anecdotally or or by autobiographically sort of um what are some of the ways that you've created to create this sort of um uh, in work environment that is very uh, intentional about creating a, a positive mental health culture.
0: I think, I think over the years, my business partner and I have been definitely open with our, with our employees, you know, more transparent than some agencies, um, you know, uh, communication is the key. Communication is the key. Um, being open and then just noticing things. I think it's more Mm -hmm. about watching work, watching what people do, how are they taking time off when they're taking time off? And I mean that when is like, are they actually taking time off? Are they asking for a mental health break or any one of those things, right? Are they actually doing the things they should be doing for themselves outside of work, really? Um, not to be deep down, but um, here I know, you know, we're pretty close with employees here and there. So we kind of know it really quickly. Um, yeah, I was going to so ask, for- like, what
1: what what are some, I mean, we're not, we're we- didn't hate this caveat in disclosure a few times when I mean, we're not mental health experts, but like, what are some of the red flags operationally? You know, we can, we can look to keep an eye on in terms of like maybe team morale or the mental health of our teammates. Um, since we're yeah, not, I
0: think, mental health professionals. You know, I, I think it's more of like, are you noticing they're not being participatory in some of the meetings or internals or standups? How is their email look sometimes? Like, so personality
1: behavior they're... changes. So, I mean, is there, is there a certain like, um, I mean, I guess at some point, is there a certain amount of size of a company where you, where you lose access to people's personalities at that level where you can't really, you don't know people well enough anymore, maybe at the leadership level to be able to tell that. And is that something you just have to delegate to your management teams and make sure they are very in tune with this emotional intelligence so that they're on the lookout for and learning the behaviors, yeah, okay. So, so it's yeah, scalable I mean, we're, we're,
0: down. Yeah, I think it's scalable. I mean, I, I think for us, it's more we're a smaller team, so it's a little easier. I and mean, we, you know, most of us talk every day anyway. Um, but yeah, once you scale, absolutely, I think the management you have to have that conversation with your management. Like, are you noticing things, or you're not? Because um, you just you just never know. You know, listen, I don't want to pry in people's business and what happens in their life. You know, outside of work. And you have to be Um, careful, right? You don't want to also cross privacy lines there. Correct. Um, But I think being open about, hey, listen, if something's going on, let us know. We don't have to know what that is. You don't have to give us specific, you know. And but if you say, hey, I need a mental health day or I need to take time off for certain things or family matter, it's fine. I'm not going to ask you what it is. (laughs) That's you know. In reality, you can tell us if you want to, but I'm not going to tell you exactly, like, that's not, first of all, legally that you can't ask that, but also like, I don't think you can, but like also just some people are just private about their stuff. Right. And that's okay. Yeah. But having that room having room for them to do that is I think important.
1: Right. I think that's what you just said there at the end, I think is really important. I think like a lot of things, um, if you're a person in a position of, um, authority or power, whatever you want to call it. Like, I think providing access and opportunity to people is the most important thing, right. And giving people the ability to make their own choices, but make sure that they have avenues, um, towards solutions, right. Um, for, for things that come up, you know, you are managing people at the end of the day and, and, and each of those people has a life that they go to. And, you know, I think, you know, we've talked in the past about, you know, one of the, you know, I think one of the biggest like psychological pressures on people obviously is financial, right. Is money. That's, that's always something that weighs on people's minds. And, you know, I, I, I've had a lot of conversations with owners who, um, where we talk about, you know, Oh, you know, it's market rate and they'll be negotiating salaries with folks. And, and, you know, they're really getting down to like really negotiating almost down to the penny or the dollar. and, And, and you just start, you know, wondering, Hey, you know, how much more, you know, how much better of an experience and environment are you going to provide for the employee by basically taking a little bit of the financial pressure off of them? You know, if you can, right. You know, so if you've got somebody who's yeah. at, like, as an example, right, like somebody who may be asking for a hundred thousand dollars a year and you think this person is just a, going to be great and there's a lot of value and you understand that they're dealing with you know maybe their spouse just got laid off or whatever it is you know your ability to say hey again obviously within the confines of your own budgets but and your salary bands but even being able to offer them like five percent above what they asked and start the relationship off on that foot of hey we're here to take some of some of life's bigger pressures off your plate a little bit so you can really be you know you can really live up to your utmost potential for yourself as a professional and obviously for our clients. Right. And that's, that's, that's part of it. Um, yeah. Absolutely. Really interesting. I think, I, I think a lot of the time we do spend a lot of it on like rightfully. So we, we focus really on like um, the teams, the state of the team's mental health uh, yep. a lot of the time. And I, and then of course, you know, good leaders, you know, a lot of owners, you know, they eat last, um, when it comes to, to all things. Um, but I would argue that, you know, your own mental health is super important as ownership. Cause I'm not sure how you can be, a how you can really live up to great servant leadership. Um, if you yourself aren't, uh, energized to do so, because it requires a lot of energy to do it. Well, I think that's, that's really important. Um,
0: things i know firsthand, my friends
1: yeah um, I and mean, we talk about burnout like i hear this a lot from a lot of owners right like oh i'm burnt out or i'm stressed and and and, and a lot of stuff like that i think i think one of the most important things to do there as an is to get a little self-awareness and a little self Um, honesty to be right. I think you've got to really take a look at where you are with your work as it relates to your mental health and figure out a couple of things, ask yourself a couple of questions. Um, maybe the first is, you know, how permanent or volatile is your stress that's created by work? Like, is this every day, all day for years on end? Um, if it is like red flag should be going off all over the place. Um, You know, is it volatile? Is it up and down? Like, are there periods of immense stress followed by periods of, you know, not so much? In fact, maybe even easy street. And maybe that's just the nature, you know, the nature of your business. I think that's, that's something to look at because that, you know, there are, there are differences there. Um, And then honestly, like, I think this is the hardest question, especially for younger owners who have been at this for a little less time. They're, they're into it they're going through growth they're doing all these things they are building their companies but um you know i think it's a little easier for people who have been doing it for 15 20 25 years to be a little bit more honest about answering this question and that's do you need a break or a breakup from your company right and i think yeah. the first question i asked kind of feeds into the second question is like if you're permanently if you're if you if what you own says you're not an employee like you are the owner what you own is causing you that much we'll call it stress yes. or whatever you want to call it 24/7 for years on end like it's a no brainer that you're just you, you you just shouldn't be doing it now it's obvious right i mean and and yet as human beings and i want to give a shout out to um to Tracy Barrett and Rob Har here they they do a a, a, a terrific um podcast podcast uh called and i'm pulling up the name because i'm trying to it is called call. overly human, overly human, and um, yep. it's a great podcast. They did a particular episode uh, around quitting, and I encourage everybody to to listen to this episode because a lot of us are ingrained with this idea of like quitting has this negative connotation to it. And you know, it's just not, it's just not what you do is, you know, you want to be a high achiever and a high performer and you want to be all these things and you want to be successful and and you've been told all your life, you know, quitting. And, and this is something that I personally definitely, um, I'm sure you too, are like I definitely associate with is finding also that line between like, when is, what's the difference between this is a good time to walk away because this is as far as we can take this versus, um, Oh, I'm just, I'm just quitting. Right. What what, what is that difference? Right. Um, so th- anyway, I want to give a shout out to Tracy and Rob cause it was a, it was a great episode. Um, but that's the thing, right. And, 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 you know, is it, do you need a break or do you need to break up? I think that's one of those things that, that people have to have some honest assessment with. And those are super hard questions. Um, and probably not questions you can answer. Like I honestly, I would need help answering those questions. I don't think I could sit with myself and be honest enough with myself because you've got, you've got too much emotional, uh, you know, that it's always, oh, you shouldn't get emotionally invested in your companies and all this. I'm sorry, but like we built these things, you know, from scratch for 12, 15, 20 years. So, you know, yeah, I have, I have some, some bias there. And that's why I think working with somebody in a third party capacity could be really, could be really effective.
0: Absolutely, sir. Absolutely. All right. Well, this was, this was a fun, fun episode, sir.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I hope, uh, I hope <laughs> it's helpful. Um, I would also just say regarding mental health, like don't disregard the need to take care of yourself physically, eat well, get exercise and, and try and find good sleep, uh, that last one is the one I think we all struggle with the most is the sleep part. So, um, but yeah, but for sure, this was fun. Yeah.
0: Our our fun question. What are you currently obsessed with?
1: Yeah, this was, I was thinking about this uh, before we, before we came on um, today. Uh, I, I was telling you before we, we hit the record button, I was at the Ranger game last night and unfortunately they lost, but I'm obsessing over the end of the regular season of hockey and the beginning of the Stanley cup playoffs, which is the, the best, uh, the best of all the playoffs, I think. Um, so looking forward to, uh, to watching the hockey team, try and navigate their way through the Eastern conference. How about you?
0: There was a hockey season.
1: Yeah. Well, for those of us not in, uh, Philadelphia, in the greater Philadelphia area, Shut
0: up! I am actually is
1: enough that you have baseball and football, uh, oh, and basketball.
0: Oh yeah. Okay. We can't have, uh, we can't have hockey, no, so obsessed with. <clears throat> so, I'm trying. I when I travel, I try to have like things, and like I'm kind of conscious about you know, not you know, uh, having a bottle of water with me and not using plastic. And when you travel, um, and the one thing I was missing is so I found a bottle with that has a coffee cup built in that you can take out, that's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Um, that works. I like, I love that thing. Uh, but also when I want a bigger shaker bottle with you know, protein stuff or whatever, but also need a coffee cup, I uh, found that <laughs> coffee cup <laughs> for travel. Um, it is, uh, you guys are going to have to do this in video, but it is a...
1: Watch cup. this on YouTube. Subscribe, like.
0: Subscribe, comment. like. Hit that subscribe button. But it is a uh, cup.
1: Very cool. And it's uh, made out of what?
0: Uh, it's, you know, rubber type of thing. Um, but it's the idea that it's, you know, foldable and very portable type thing. So, it, you know, they make
1: cool. those for, uh, <laughs> I don't mean this derogatorily, but I have a dog and they make the same thing. Like, uh, they do. Put like they water do. in for
0: your dogs. Yeah. 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 They do. Uh, but it comes with cool,
1: cool sleeves. You
0: just kind of look how bright, how and nice
1: that is. That's up. that color's
0: popping too. It's hmm. red, my friend. It's always something red. I can't help it. Design. um but I'm, yeah uh, on brand i am on brand almost all the time um yeah uh i like it because it's like it's there i can take it with me you know pop it in the bag kind of obsessed with it so there you go sir all right uh but that was another episode um uh hopefully if this helps a little bit somebody we're hoping
1: we hope so have a great week everybody and uh we'll see you soon